0: Hello and welcome to A Little Room for Healing where we talk a little bit about healing and then we do a little healing and then we talk a little bit more. I am your host, Joel, and today I have with me Robin Kidder and I'm really excited to have you here, Robin. Thank you so much for coming in. As usual, we start with uh, check-ins. So before anything gets going, let's check in with how we are feeling right now in this moment and I will go first A minute ago, I was feeling a little nervous and I was running around a little bit, so I was a little like up, uppity. And now I feel like I just dropped in real fast to this calm state. And that feels really nice. Uh, I feel really excited about having you here. Um, Knowing, uh, without any expectation for today, just how our conversations go in the past it's always exciting for me and something happens uh for me so uh maybe that will happen again today and it's also okay if it doesn't so that is where i am how are you doing
1: Mm -hmm. um in my body thank you for having me Mm. thank you
0: (laughs) yeah you're welcome
1: um Feel a little left side tension, like my throat. There's a little, a little flutter that feels like it's settling down. Um, there's a, I feel this sort of opening that wants to happen, and also like a, a little bit of a squeeze on it. And. Hmm. yeah i feel I feel here, present um, I feel very welcomed and i'm I'm feeling a sense of relief from what you said, which part? Well, we've always had these really nice conversations together, and there' was this way where you asked me to come here, and I'm like, yeah, of course, like we'll have another really (laughs) deep and interesting conversation and, and more. And, um, and then there was a way where I started to feel like, oh, but is there expectation on that? Mm. And one of the things as I was driving here, I was, I was really with, no, I'm, I'm going to show up exactly how I am and work with, with that little feeling of Um, wanting to show up Mm. in some kind of you know way and that's that's something that I'm working with a lot lately Um, just like here I am Mm. like and you've mentioned that that's one of the pieces that you really work with in this on this project in this project Mm -hmm. is like what's happening right now Um, what's true and being in deepest service to that is really resonant with me.
0: Mm. Mm. I love that. It's kind of my
1: ethos. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, speaking of that then, I am curious about what's going on in your neck. And Mm. was it over here? There was some tightness you said?
1: It was kind of left side. I was feeling it here on the left side of my neck. A little bit of constriction in my throat, and it already feels <sighs> like it's um, kind of released down, and and I, it doesn't feel as strong. Just having the space to speak, I think, oh. and and in my own time.
0: Hmm. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, this is something that I've always felt being in your presence and also just conversing with you and connecting with you is how you were talking about how you really work on being with what's coming up and and how you are and just being you in the moment and that is exactly how i experience you and uh it always feels so refreshing and so uh enthralling in a way to be with someone that uh chooses to do that and is willing to do that and uh So that feels really good in my system because I so much, so much want to be with what's going on right now. Uh, yeah, it's really beautiful. Is this something that you do, uh, are you able to maintain it in your day to day? No. Wherever you are.
1: (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I would love... I, would, I love it. <laughs> I love it. No, I mean, I try. And mm-hmm. that's like... It's my practice. Mm. I feel like this is the... The bringing it into life practice. And for me... It really is... I mean, gosh. I'm always sort of working with a different aspect of it, I feel like. Like, what is... And right now, what a big piece of it for me is um resistance like where is my resistance to the thing like where is it literally in my body where is where is the resistance to me being totally open to to the sensation Mm. and none of it is bad like the resistance isn't bad like sometimes it's actually protective and and i need to have some closure somewhere but it's just through observing it, it, it increases my, it increases, it strengthens my practice. It gives me space, it opens up, um, it opens up a dialogue with with whatever is happening and whatever is, whatever beliefs are woven into that. That got a little bit heady just now. I noticed it. So part of the practice is like, okay, noticing when I leave this and I go up here and being like, okay, that happened. Can I drop that back down and be here?
0: What was, where Where did the headiness happen? Where did the heady
1: ha- happen?
0: Where did the heady happen? Where did the heady happen?
1: <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's when I'm working with a new piece and I'm cognitively like oh wow I make a discovery or I'm working with it and it's not fully embodied and I'm trying mm. to explain it sometimes I go up there mm. and it um I think what you, what you notice like you're like oh but I love to f-, you love to feel the attunement that we have when I'm like dropped into this moment and you're mm-hmm. dropped into the moment um or not if you're not dropped in but you can feel someone else dropped in it's like oh okay I can I can be there and it almost is like um I think of this a lot that it's like of deep service for me to be in my body um for everybody in this space like because it's a it's like a way that we can remind each other of like okay there's there's um, safety there like this person it's like permission mm. like you're dropped in that gives me permission to drop in because mm-hmm. if you're safe enough to be in your body and to be feeling all of the things that are in there then um, maybe I can do that too
0: Oh, that's so good it's um, when I hear be safe in your body and feel all the things that's going on in there <laughs> like That is a challenge for me quite often. Uh, Sometimes it drops in easier and it feels more comfortable and then when I'm really tuned into the subtle parts of the experience of being in my body, it gets a little, I get a little shaky.
1: Hairy. Yeah. yeah. I'm like,
0: like, okay, that's really, that's awkward, that's uncomfortable, that doesn't feel good, that reminds me of something I don't want to think about. All that stuff happens. Yeah. But it also so helps you connect with the person next to you when they when you feel like they're uh really in touch with what's going on with them
1: mm-hmm.
0: There is a safety in that, yeah, thank you for bringing that up.
1: yeah, I really hear you on that mental piece like I think of this somet- a lot lately too about how our mind really wants to know. It really wants to keep us safe. Like it's so Mm
0: -hmm.
1: trying to be good. And it's also like, it has no fucking idea how to keep us. Can I curse on here? Please. (laughs) There's no fucking idea. We're with whatever comes up. (laughs) (laughs) This is real in the moment. Um, It's just so, that's just not its zone. Like the mind really doesn't, doesn't know how to connect and through like through connection, like this is actually the connection with myself and then what that allows between me and my environment and other people in my environment. Um like the mind is trying to mimic that by telling a story. Hmm. Which is it's like I remember this thing, and it's like such a facsimile of the real thing and it's not um, it's not attuned it doesn't like my mind really doesn't know what's happening huh it doesn't know what's happening and it thinks it does <laughs> and it's like this it's amazing this is why I love theory why I love feeding my mind like theory and frameworks and giving it the job of measuring and calculating and mm. giving it things to judge because it really wants to do that. It, that's really <laughs> what it wants to do. It's like, okay, okay, let's give you something there. And, and then also knowing like where its place is and knowing where it pops up and um, tries to jump in and do do a job that it's not, that I don't need it to do. that is it's not well equipped for creating safety. In connection, mm. mostly.
0: In your healing work, not only for yourself, but when you facilitate for others, are you uh, more somatic then?
1: What does somatic mean to you?
0: Uh, it means uh, in, the body in the body of the body and <clears throat> Not necessarily needing a story to go with it.
1: I'd say most of my work is, um, oh God, most of my work. (laughs) I help people have an experience, like a true experience in their body. And it depends, like what that experience is, It, It is different depending on what they're working with. But I would say that's probably that's like what um, what I'm here in service to mm. is a guide to an embodied experience. Mm. And there's many different ways and many different tools. and um, the mental piece that I was just talking about is like a huge part of that. Like how do you give your mind? something to do so that it can serve the experience and allow a deeper embodiment. And that's, I mean, just that, just the practice of helping someone to drop in and letting them speak to what is happening in there and helping, and I can, um, I have this, a skill but I think it's also kind of a gift like some people are just naturally good at this I've been naturally I'm naturally pretty good at this like I can tell when when someone is up here and speaking from up here versus when they're in mm-hmm. and you probably can too I mean I think I think we can all feel that um but I help people by just being like okay there it is like you just popped up into your head did you feel that okay drop back down drop the energy back down Um, and I work with like the central channel because this is what I feel like, um, this simplifies things when we just work here Hmm. all the way down, like root, our foundation, our capacity, our ability to create in the world, which includes the throat and our crown, the, the lighthouse Mm -hmm. up here, these, these levels and we always want to be dropped down into the root. And this is where we, we pop out of that, um, most people. Some people dig in, like drop so far down and, and dig into that. And um, that can get, that's another thing. But I'd say most, most people, if I'm going to generalize, um, pop up. And out
0: the pop up and out is that uh I know that we've been saying it's heady in there, but can it also be past heady and into like the spirit realm above where they pop out uh, of their body and they're like, Whoa, did you see yeah, did you see that you just jumped way up there yeah.
1: that's like dissociation or mm. disembodiment um, yes, and I think like. So what's so interesting about um, plant medicine work and earth medicine work to me in this space is like it gives you this opportunity to just like pop in and out and like how quickly can you pop back in? Hmm. Can you can you be out there and also be in here like hmm. playing with because everybody's going to get disembodied in life like you that hap, that's what happens. Like we, we do that and it's like a it's um, what's the word I'm trying to find. Um this is what resilience is to me. keeps us safe sometimes to jump out because you've got to... Survival. That's the word mm. I was looking for. Mm. It's survival. Sometimes you leave um, and you go into your... Your mind takes care of things in, in those cases and it needs to because we don't have the capacity to take in and feel everything that's happening because our systems can't, you know, can't hold it. Mm. You have a certain nervous system, you have a certain capacity to experience like the sensations that are in the body. And if we go beyond that, um, what's gonna happen? And what happens is unique to every person. Do you spill it? Do you shut down? Do you collapse? Do you, like what, you know, you freeze, like these things. And and
0: when you say pop out, are you referring to, to when you pop out, not necessarily on purpose? What about cause, can be because uh, um I mean you could do it on purpose too, mm-hmm. but uh okay, I'm saying uh I think I'm trying to to put into separate things the pop out on purpose, but you're still popping out on purpose to get away from whatever's happening in your system. What about intentionally
1: mm-hmm.
0: popping out to visit that mm-hmm. realm and yeah. explore
1: yeah
0: uh, that's that would you say that's slightly different than um the dissociated getting out of my body because it's uncomfortable or you can even have part of it in there be I mean, like I have to explore because I like to get out of my body yeah you can make that uh, yeah. excuse if you will
1: I mean I a reason I for it definitely do like certain <clears throat> medicine work where I'm like I don't have access to I can't use this it yeah. if I were to try to like going and cook an egg <laughs> like it would not work. I have to like be there in this experience and like being up here and be like, oh fuck. Like I barely there's like one little piece of me that can feel mm. like, you know what's happening. But those are those are really um you know, I I do that in a very, very contained way. It, I take that very seriously. Mm. And that's like very intentional. Really I mean I I think it's valuable. Totally. It's expansive. It's like whoa. Right. What's what's available up there? Mm. And I I do feel like for me, like I can I tend to be like a um I can get muddy. I'm like earthy and have a lot of water and I can I kind of tend to root down and dig my heels in in life. So for me, I feel like it's very helpful to mm. have those experiences. I'm very grateful for medicine that can give me these like these experiences. That's totally changed my life actually. Like the transformation of being able to visit up there without um I mean there is a tension but just kind of being able to go up there.
0: What does it do for you personally to be able to go up there? Uh knowing that you are one that really digs Dicks into there.
1: I think it just gives me the experience of, um, yeah, I don't, I don't have to be down there. There's another option. Hmm.
0: It's
1: like I don't have to go so deep all the time. There's also up. Um, and then I just get to carry that into my life. Like that. There's a. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember. There's an up. I remember that like, actually, like this is just one, what I see here is just one dimension. Like I know there's like a whole other thing happening up here, it's like, oh yeah,
0: you're up there. There's an up. It's like, yeah. when, do, when when do you need that reminder? Like What would be happening that you might need that reminder that there's an up?
1: Hmm. I don't know the answer to that.
0: When you, that's fine.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe fun. if I That's sat there with it longer, I might. Like, <laughs> Did you hear my? That's fine. Like That's mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> Check whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to you want to get practical with it though. You want to know is this useful? Like is that useful and how is it useful? I feel like it's it's the integration of it. Like I don't. It's not like. Well, yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go. I mean, maybe it is, and I'm not. I can't pinpoint it, but the integration of that has been. I mean I think in the in the where I take myself so seriously where uh, I think I the responsibility of like okay it's my job to be the anchor here all the time like that like there's a liberation in that
0: Oh what's what's hitting me right now is uh it's a relief it's like a release of pressure cuz when I think of being anchored into the earth uh which is great and that's not something that I often do because uh I have a lot of root issues uh but it feels like after a while you start to be like i'm kind of getting compressed Mm -hmm. and being like oh oh space lightness Mm -hmm. no gravity type of feeling
1: like a relief Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now you said something else earlier about when you do that exploration you do it in a contained way can you speak to what that contained way is and what that means to you to I mean, just have a lot of ritual
1: community? like strong ritual very held very intentional um, protected I set myself up well
0: um, very intentional and
1: I'll say I'm also very trial and error so I I have not always set myself up well. <laughs> I tend to like be like, yeah, I'm going to try that. And then I like go into it and I'm like, oh shit, I don't want to do it that way again. <laughs> that's kind of how I find my boundaries. <laughs> yeah, I find them the hard way. And mm. that is just how, that's how I am. And I'm like, right. when I've tried to not do that, it doesn't actually work. And my life doesn't, um, it doesn't open the way it does. When
0: you try it the hard way it doesn't work or what, do you, what do you
1: no no I need to try it the hard way it. I have to
0: learn is through. there a way to find your boundaries an easy way
1: maybe, I mean maybe an easier way easier way <laughs> well I feel like mine is I don't know it's I feel like I need a lot of pressure I need a a jolt to the system for me to um embody wisdom to mm. like really get a lesson that's just what my system Requires mm. Like I can't go and just like read a book and be like, oh, okay. Like that's, that's the way I'm going to do it. I'm going to Okay. And we're going to do it this way because it says so in the book. Like mm-hmm. I just, I like, so to me that, that sounds easier, but it also sounds like yeah, that's not who I am.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think about this a lot with me. <laughs> I am the same way. I am like, I can't, I am an, ex, I am an experiential learner.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not a, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense uh, written out. Oh, mm-hmm. I won't do that. It's, it's like, <laughs> I read that. I was like, oh, you shouldn't do that. And then be like, the body doesn't get it until I do it. I'm like, oh, that's why they said don't do that.
1: Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, oh yeah. I, I I love it. I love it. And it's also, um, oh, it's a wild, it's a wild ride to live like that. Like, but I'm kind of a, I'm a space cowboy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a. Uh, can you. Are you open to speaking of maybe an example of where you went to a place that was like. Yeah,
1: I, I will. And one that happened recently. I mean, I'm a medicine guide. Like, I guide people on medicine journeys, and I have not been formally taught. I have learned through my own experience mm. and I've worked with people but I've never had a teacher who was like, this is how you do it. Um, I've, I'm have i receptive and very open and I learned through observing and then taking that in and been chewing on it and trying things. I experiment on myself and I'm um, working with a, a a new medicine. I've been working with this medicine for three years and on my own and then like a little bit with other people Mm. but but I'm not serving them. I'm working with them um, as they experiment because I have like partners who also work this way who get me and are like yes we're we're doing this Mm. and we do this together and um, recently I had an experience where we stepped into serving this medicine um, to a few other people, like a small group. And there was a, (laughs) there was a scare that came from like left field. It wasn't what I was focused on. I was very focused on the new people. I was like, okay, I'm going to take such good care of these people are going to be so measured and precise. And, um, but my partner who actually has experience. I was also serving her, but I kind of just trusted, like she's got, like we have a partnership and when we're, ser- we're together, like she's got herself, I've got myself, I have an eye on her, but I don't like, I'm not worried about her. Like she can take care of herself and that's kind of how we move. But it was like when we opened up this circle to involve some other people, it it shifted the everything. It shifted mm-hmm. everything. and it, And I don't think I recognized how I am now stepping into the role of serving this to her and to them. And I kind of just, I didn't I didn't hold that hmm. um, with the the gravity that I needed to and she was fine but she had an experience and she was like I feel like I took too much of this medicine like and she had asked for it so I responded like yes here it is and I wouldn't have given that to the new people I would not I would have been like no this is what this is mm-hmm. what we're doing but it was like i'm like you got yourself but no it when you're in a different when you're in a container you're in a container and and the the roles define themselves and they change the container even if you don't even if you're not aware of it that's what came through for me it was like it, it was like boom i got it it just landed i mean i w- was up in the middle of the night like thinking about how much i cared for this person and how um you know the other version of the story where it wasn't okay and you know I, I went there I like mm-hmm. this is a way that I process and take in my voice is shaking right now I mm. can feel it like it really landed the responsibility of um, being a self-guided self-remembering um, in this work You know, I, I do believe these medicines are like our They're our birthright. They're our, we're remembering how to use them. Um, I don't, um, I'm straying a little bit, but I guess my point is, is I'm trying to give you an, an understanding of like how when, when something goes wrong how it informs my mm-hmm. like development as a practitioner and moving forward, and like what landed in a really big way was the responsibility and how it, like it was like all of a sudden no we don't play around we're not playing around mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I, and I I was integrating with her after that night sleepless night where I was up and just like with with the the reality of the other timeline where where she wasn't okay and and the consequences of that and how it all unfolded and, and my responsibility in that. And, um, and I was like, this is how we're doing it next time. Mm. And every time I think it's going to look like this. And these are the things that need to change. And this is how I'm holding. And she was just like, yes, thank you. Mm. Yes. Like she Mm -hmm. felt it. And I, I felt her, um, relax and release, um, in hearing that from me. Because this is what like when we choose to be fellow travelers and to, to move as we're moved to move like this is what it looks like it looks like like radical responsibility when you're not leaning into the structure of somebody else telling you how to do it or of mm-hmm. oh this is the practice this is how you do it it's like okay like you're the boss, <laughs> the boss.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: like you you take the you hold that
0: yeah and it is. Does- a lot to hold mm-hmm. one of the <clears throat> one of the main aspects of the journey to being a facilitator or a guide in that way is that you will come across the things that are just past the edge or that are uncomfortable and uh, that's part of the learning process it's going to happen, and you're going to be in those really uncomfortable situations where you have to really look at yourself and go in there and be like mm-hmm. what c- caused me to do that? Why did this happen? What do I need to look at and adjust in myself or in the container that I'm creating? Yeah. And it's really intense, really uncomfortable work sometimes.
1: It's very confronting. Mm-hmm. This was very confronting. I had to look at... I went back in time. And I was like, oh, here's where this pattern has shown up. Oh, yeah. This, and look, look at the, window, the window dressing that mm-hmm. I did to make this look... Mm. Well held. Like, I had oh, to really, wow. I felt it. And the thing is, is I fucking felt it at the time. And I pushed that knowing aside. Mm-hmm. And I had to be with that. Mm-hmm. Like, <sighs> but mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm so grateful that it was okay. And that I got to get this lesson, not the hardest mm-hmm. way. This was like, you know, the universe like gives us little whispers, and then it's like,
0: 100%.
1: Knock on the door. Mm-hmm. And then it will fucking take me out.
0: Yeah. When you. <laughs> if, I <don't> yeah. Listen, <laughs> exactly. if I don't listen. Exactly. Yeah. And it's also like, I find that the universe is also like, uh, I'm supporting what you're doing. Yeah. And here is a situation that's going to shake you up, but in the best, in like the, the safest way I can shake yeah. you up. Because I do like where you're going, and I do like what you're offering the world, and I do like how you're growing, and I don't want to scare you <laughs> away from it, and I don't want to hurt anybody. Uh, and so here,
1: you're in- so funny. You have this like, you have this interesting like their character. You're, the universe is a certain character. The way you describe it for me, it's like it's very um, neutral. It's so neutral. It's just uh. like, nope, that's not it. That's not it. Ooh. That's not it. <laughs> That's not it. It's not, it's not personal. It's like, fuck.
0: You don't think the universe is like, I like what you're doing. I like where you're going.
1: I like you. I like you a lot. <laughs> do, do more of that. Why, why, that smells why funny. Why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> why, why I, like, it, why I like your, can't. I like your character. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. Interesting. I never thought oh, of it gosh. being a character. I just thought of it. I to me, I thought of it as being like a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's a character. Yeah. But a new, but is uh, 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 what, how, what? What? about that? Seemed like that my person was not neutral because they like liked what you're doing. Yeah, they liked it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they liked it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, interesting. I mean, I guess it's kind of liking
0: it. Because the universe. So you, your your take is that the universe is like. Uh, just don't do it that way. Don't do that. Like, I don't care what you do, just don't do that, don't do that. Don't do it that way.
1: Oh, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I just got a vision of what actually it is. Ooh. And it's, there's tension in my body mm. that is like, it's a million layers of all of the hits that I've taken and all of the energy that I haven't let move all the way through. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the tension that's in here. Every little pop. I, And if I don't complete it, if I don't release it, there's a piece of it that's stored. There's all these fragments. And that is the character of what the universe is trying to clear through me. When I say the universe, I mean the energy of the universe that is moving through my body and trying to harmonize with itself by moving through this cleanly. It wants this clean. It wants. It's it's looking to harmonize. Uh And in order to harmonize, it has to release. Basically, it's like Mercury looking for itself. It wants to join back with itself. And if it's trapped in here, I'm holding that that energy in me. It's not actually mine. It belongs out here. Mm. It belongs. It, it belongs back in the system, mm-hmm. not trapped in here. It's not my job to carry that. Mm. So the universe is here working through me Bringing in magnetizing the things that need to happen, and it will it'll do that a little bit. And if I'm really in service to it, maybe I don't need to get my ass kicked. Maybe I can listen to the whispers and get in alignment with what the energy is asking. Hmm. The energy is like, okay, this thing needs to be worked out. This thing needs to be worked out. This thing needs to be worked out. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's the next thing. Yeah. Does this make sense?
0: Total sense yeah. to me. So it's like... <laughs> Does it make sense to you? <laughs> it makes sense to me so much. I, that's my I get in alignment with the
1: energy. I'm getting in alignment yes. with the energy. That's what I'm doing all the time. I'm like, okay, what is it telling me uh-huh. to do? And how can I be of service? How can I make this as as. easy as possible? Mm-hmm. But also know that I move through kind of looking for the shocks. Because that's just my system likes that. That's like... Ah. Uh. That's what I was born with. Like, we chose these bodies to have a certain experience. Mm -hmm. My body, I feel this, like my soul is like, yep, this is the body I want. I want this body that needs to be Mm. it needs that
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in order
1: to get the the message. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Why? I don't know. Uh. (laughs) It's fun. (laughs) It wanted to have fun. (laughs) It wanted to get punched around a little bit. It wanted to have really good (laughs) stories to tell. it's like wow (laughs) it
0: is It is for me as well it's fun and I also don't like that it's fun at the same time I also don't like that that intensity is fun because I get stuck in this intertwining uh, conceptual reality where pain and pleasure or discomfort and comfort are like mixed together and i'd really like them to be separate but i'm stuck in this i'm stuck in that
1: why do you want them to be separate
0: why do i want them to be separate because there's an egoic attachment that i filter everything through in the fact that they are not set that they are intertwined and it gets me stuck. So now I'm creating a story that if I separate them, some patterns in my life will no longer <laughs> be occurring. Yeah.
1: Fix that. <laughs> fix that thing real quick.
0: I've been trying for decades. Can you
1: fix that please? <laughs> wow.
0: I've been yeah. only trying for one decade, actually.
1: You've been trying to separate, trying to separate the two, for a decade. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> um, I'm. I'm now seeing the opposite, actually. That if I can just get in alignment with the hard, mm. hard feelings. Um, and feel them all the way through. Mm -hmm. Then actually, what they end up doing is, well, what I realize is, even joy can be hard, like, on my system. Oh yeah. Like, hundred percent. The thing that I try to separate or like see the see the space between is the thought and the experience in my body, and like, oh, those and like, like see the. How those are not always what they seem, and how those are wired, they're weirdly wired sometimes. Like your experience of pain is potentially like learned. Like that's that's painful. It could be. It it's like we learn that. Yeah, you know, this is. I
0: definitely the, learned it. I had right. a specific thing that taught me pain and pleasure were intermixed. Uh-huh. I
1: mean, you had a you had like one of the, the grand, um, programs placed into you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And something clicked in me when you were talking just a little bit ago and, uh, when you were talking about feeling it all, uh, I forget exactly what you said, but I'm going to talk about what clicked. Um, I am in the, I've been in the practice of if I experience the pain and pleasure and I go in there and I really feel the mixture of it all and I feel how uh, uncomfortable it is that I will then move through it and it will be separated and it's still a goal of separating them and something that just clicked is oh what if I just become aligned with that that is what's happening in my body hmm. I wonder what that would do
1: there's no destination?
0: Then I'd have to work through the feelings of of how much I want there to be a destination or that I've always thought there was a destination. I'm always like, oh, it's gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna adjust it. It's gonna, it's gonna change.
1: Oh, yeah. There's a way where we, we create these, like, funnels. Like, can we just funnel, can we just get through to the other side, please? And -hmm. it's like, Mm-hmm. No, actually, like, can we just widen and like, inc- like, oh, I just felt it. Mm-hmm. Like, can I expand here and get so wide that I have space and capacity to be with the entirety of this, whatever is moving, like, and not have to just squeeze it so that it gets mm-hmm. out. Down- like. What else can I let this work inside of me? This is like, this is what it is mm. to hold a pose.
0: Mm.
1: Like to hold the pose of letting something work me. Oof. It's like, I mean, this is why I was up in the middle of the night and like, okay, I'm going to feel all of this. I'm going to feel my worst fear and I'm going to, I'm going to imagine it happened I'm gonna let Wow. I'm gonna let that in. Like what does that feel like? Mm -hmm. And it's still there. Like I still have you know, I haven't worked through I haven't felt it all. Because I'm still it's fine. Yeah. I don't know why I just went on that little tangent, but I feel you there. Trying to move through it, like can we just Mm -hmm.
0: The uh, thank you. oh my God, thank you, thank you. Some of the things that you've been touching on over the last ten minutes, of expanding, and to hold, and uh, clearing, to be the channel and to let the universal energy move through, are some of the things that thirteenth octave lage aims to do.
1: So Tell me what that is.
0: I feel uh, this is the uh, the modality that I am going to uh, give you a full session in, uh, in moments. Cool. And I feel like this is the time to move into that. Okay. Uh, so I would like to invite, if you feel called to, make an intention for this session, mm. and then we'll move into it.
1: like to I'm working a lot with reception lately like just being able to receive
0: mm.
1: and doing that through just just working with my own opening just being open and this feels very safe so I feel like it's just awesome like an awesome practice space for that um Yeah, this feels contained. Like this is a safe place to practice opening. Mm. Like as as fully as I have the capacity to and through that to be able to receive the nourishment. That's what I want to practice with.
0: Great. Let's uh let's do it then. Okay. We will be Right back after Robin's thirteenth octave Chi session. Okay, and we are back from Robin's session. Uh, how are you doing?
1: going to have to be more
0: specific. So that was just it's a very broad question.
1: <laughs> How are you?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, let me let me uh uh-huh. seek out a more specific question. <sighs> Did anything stand out in your experience?
1: The phrase that came to me at the end was it is not easy to be in a body. Hmm. Which is something that one of my teachers, Naveen Mishan, um, she says that, it's kind of a quip, one of her Naveenisms, as I call it. She's was like, it's not easy to be in a body. And I really felt, um, I felt that, you know, just laying there, my job is to be you know just receive this gift, and it was actually really difficult mm. um very challenging, and it was almost funny, like <laughs> like wait a second <laughs> um, yeah the that's what that's what stood out to me was this 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 act of receiving or the practice of it you know it sounds sounds good (laughs) sounds pleasant like back to our conversation about pleasure and pain and Mm. and the it's just like and the expectations of things Um, so that was one thing that came through
0: Let's see. there's a question in there about the receiving that I had. Um, is it because it was physically difficult to receive? Uh, was it was there discomfort in your body
1: there was there was quite a bit of discomfort in my body that i and also just the recognition of, wow, I'm carrying this around all the time mm. and I could feel the like urge to move and the urge to sort of press away the like the my body did not want to re- like or not, I don't know if it was my body but the the program did not that was running did not want to receive the gift didn't was was like I could feel the urge to like almost want to get up off the table huh. um this isn't a surprise. This is everywhere and it's everywhere. You know, it's like these yeah, yeah, little it's just like when you feel it on this micro level, it's and you feel the actual sensation of um, or at least for me, when I felt the discomfort of being held like lovingly, gently, like as a gift and with the opportunity to just to just you know relax into and receive Um, to feel that discomfort with that is like Mm. there's a grief in that for Mm. me so and it also was um, humbling I felt a um, maybe a little bit of a shame layer of a little bit of you should be able to wasn't really strong but that was there And under that sort of a grief of, you know, this is like, using the word birthright again, um, it's, it's like part of the, this is how, this is, I know this is how I'm nourished. I know that this is like This is a, um, it's like the way, the way we nourish, we give to each other and to think that I have a program running that, um, is is trying to, to Mm. stop that, (laughs) you know, it's Mm -hmm. just kind of wild hmm And Hmm Yeah, so I'm in a little bit I have a little grief right now that I'm feeling I feel, I feel it in my throat Kind of feel some tears a little bit mm. I feel grateful
0: was interesting one two things one how still you were on the table and how you talked about you were like it was a getting to the point where you're like just get up mm-hmm. <laughs> get up and, and, and stop this and but you were so still really <laughs> yeah I mean you had some deep breaths you were
1: mm-hmm. <sighs> here
0: and there but hmm mm-hmm. so still and it's, then
1: f- there was so much happening inside. Just so you know, yeah, like, yeah, it I'm, may I'm, it seem still, I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs>
0: seeing that now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry I cut you off. That's fine. Uh, and then there was this sense in me. There was this feeling as I was doing it. I was like, "Is she even?" Wanting this right now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did that make you feel insecure? You feel like you maybe were violating or.
0: Mm, no, it didn't feel like a violation. It didn't feel like it was like a, oh my God, like she's not able to speak up and say stop this. It wasn't one of those things. It was just like. It felt like something wasn't getting through, um, so it wasn't like you were like Joel, please stop doing this. More of what you're talking about, but I didn't have the words for it at the time. I was just like in my head. It was just like some. It feels like
1: mm-hmm. there's a yeah.
0: disconnect. I guess is the word that I'm thinking, or a block. And um, did it make me feel self-conscious or? It uh, made me feel, what was that feeling, there was something in there, it wasn't necessarily self-consciousness as much as it was, uh, I hope that it's doing something to benefit her. I think is what it was like, well, I just hope that it's benefiting her in, uh, in some way.
1: I just, I'm very, <clears throat> yeah, this practice of, of receiving, this is something that's been coming up a lot, is that it's actually, like, it's a gift to other people, like, you receive when you give. It's like where, I think we've even talked about this before. Like, mm. where is the, there is no, it's like this reverberation back and forth. It's not, oh, I'm giving and you're receiving. It's like this, mm. this thing. And it's like the more open we are and available, then I think, then the the longer that resonance can continue mm. and the richer. And... Oh. I don't know. That just seemed. It's just interesting, like how. Gosh, glad I have the rest of my life to practice this. Cause mm. we've got ways to go. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're sitting on the table, mm. and, or I'm on the table, and and you felt that. It just, it's like, yeah, I know that's that's everywhere. Like, um, isn't it amazing? Like, what in these little, these practice spaces to like see what mm-hmm. it's like. Oh, yeah. Everyone is feeling that on some level that I come into contact with. Like, this, like, can she take it in? Is she mm. taking this in? And also, mm. another thing that, um, I mean, I feel this when I try to, when I'm giving something and someone says, yes, I'm available, and, but, but they aren't quite. Um, I feel like the thing that I am trying to give, like, bounces back and um, I have to digest that. Mm. <laughs> like, it's, it almost becomes like, I don't know, it's just, it's extra or it's, it's like too much vitamin B or something. I don't know. Like, I have to, I have to, what am <laughs> I going to do with this? Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah, the I I've experienced that before.
1: It can make me I, sick sometimes. It can f- make me feel like, in like medicine space, it, it can cause nausea and things like that. I feel.
0: Oh, like giving and it just bouncing right yeah. back. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I can I can see that, and I've experienced uh, and I haven't experienced the, the nausea thing, but I've experienced the the act of giving a gift and having and having it bounce off, and it is uncomfortable. And I want to say that. That's not what I experienced. That isn't exactly what I experienced in there. And from what I'm getting from talking to you right now is one you your intention wasn't necessarily I'm open to receive. Your intention was I want to work on reception. reception." And so that's what you got was (laughs)
1: working on reception.
0: Hour of <laughs> working on the discomfort of reception for you. So, thank you
1: for that reminder.
0: Yeah, that it seems like the gift was received in the way that you needed to receive it today. So, that feels good to me.
1: Yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I really want to get it right.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to get receiving right yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. well what is the right way to receive
1: oh, yeah. I guess um, with a, with acceptance and approval and of where I am in that in that Hmm. Um, spectrum of experience. That's what I think the answer is. That's what you just. I feel like you said something like that just now.
0: What, what I'm hearing you say is the right to receive is an acceptance and approval of where you are. In that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, in a way, to rephrase that, accepting, receiving in the, quote unquote right way, is, in this case, seeing that it's difficult to receive. And that is the receiving.
1: Yeah, thank you for being in that very, um for holding that. I really, I, it's hard, it's a hard spot to be invited to, like, I'm on your table like I'm willing I'm showing up um, and then I know that you're saying like it didn't it didn't you didn't it didn't make you feel insecure you didn't have like a bad experience with it but I know that that takes um, I mean that's the work I guess of holding the space it's like keeping keeping myself separate from that as Mm -hmm. much as possible and still being open to being a part of it and just yeah. clean cleaning out the my own just trying to stay neutral
0: Mhm. good
1: job <laughs> thanks good job
0: i think this is great what's happening and what's like being brought up in you and shown to you like how can we how can we work on something that we can't see Or really like feel or experience and then be like I don't know my belief is that in order to work on it we have to like really feel what it is that we're working on
1: yes I really felt it like deeply also reflecting on the, the power of just a, um, another person another person's touch as a reference frame just like something to unwind around like even the gentlest touch and maybe because it was the gentlest touch I, I was just so hyper aware of what needed to unwind and mm. what is not normally, that I'm not even normally aware of. It just, it really um, highlighted so much. And I don't get a lot of energy work. Like I, mm. I get cranial work sometimes. I mean, I don't know if you call it energy work, what you're doing, like what you call it. But I, I do, yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I need to I need to do that more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just had a. Did you say you do some craniosacral? sacral? You, you get do. you get some of that work done.
1: Sometimes I, don't I get much work done. I mean, yeah. th- That was another thing that came through on the table. Is like this is your work. This is work. It actually is is a part of it, and it's really important because I know that I'm not having these realizations like in an embodied, experiential way without the... I mean, it was so funny that we were talking about getting... I'm talking about getting the big hits, like going through life, like looking for these, mm. you know, high sensation, I guess, forms of learning. Um, and then I get on the table and it's like this... I mean, it also was high sensation, but like with subtle mm. stimulus. And it's like it's a whole another avenue and yeah, I don't know. I got a I got a message there that mm. I need I need this work. I think I interrupted you.
0: That's fine. I was happy to hear what you had to say. It is a nice message to get. It's similar to what I was going to say. Uh, I had craniosacral my first craniosacral uh, therapy yesterday hmm. with uh, Jennifer. Love, who was actually on the show, uh, on a little free Freeland podcast a little bit ago, and she does creative sacral and she was working on me, and she while she was working on me, she asked, "Do you get a lot of body work done? Like, do you do yourself receive a lot of body work or energy work or body work at all?" And I was like, "No, I never do. A little bit here and there. I've just gotten some from." Uh, Uh, some friends who do a little bit of Reiki on me when we're doing work. Uh, But I was like, yeah, I, I, I end up being a giver and I'm rarely a receiver. Sounds like you're (laughs) in that same boat.
1: Yeah. It's become more like that. I don't know. Since COVID, I think more.
0: Mm.
1: Like I never came out of the COVID sort of,
0: Did you get more work done on yourself before COVID?
1: Before COVID, COVID, I was doing a apprenticeship at a, um, I was learning Chinese medicine through an apprenticeship. So I was in a clinic with a bunch of other practitioners and we were practicing and working on each other. and, Mm. And it was, even there I didn't get a ton of work, but I, you know, it was, we also did a lot of movement work. And then before that, I used to study with a um, Navima Mashan, the woman that I quoted. Um, and she teaches a kind of yoga that's very different. It's Chinese theory-based, and it uses the poses to sort of work with the central channel. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a bodywork yogic practice.
0: Two questions, do you, you, do you utilize that in the work you do?
1: Yes, but I also um, am actively <laughs> unlearning, unlearning um, a lot of the the things that, that didn't really embody, that since I'm not studying it anymore, I'm, I'm trying to like let go of anything that feels like mental um, and just use the techniques that resonate intuitively with me and what did embody and what has embodied. So I don't like um, hold on to the framework of it, mm. of any of that. But I do use it all. Mm. And I and I still feel my teachers from those um, That's practices. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah.
0: Question number two, when you were in these places of learning and, re- and then receiving in the places of learning, how was your uh, relationship to receiving in that container?
1: I had a hard time. I was receiving in order to learn and to give it away. And that... Mm. I think that was one of the reasons why I had to stop because I was in this like, what's the next thing I'm going to learn to give it away. What's the next thing I'm going to learn to give away. What's like, I was Mm -hmm. doing that for a really long time, um, as a practitioner and it like really didn't let me take it in. Couldn't take the practices in. Um, and then in the past year I've been working with a practitioner that, I'm not giving away what I'm learning there. I'm just like mm. I'm actually receiving that. Um, that's been it's been big because there is always this like, how are you going to make it useful? Like Story mm. that I that um, I'm wow. also trying to unlearn. Yeah. Because I think it's a block to being able to receive. Like I, it's like a it's a bypass. And I really am trying to lean into trusting that if I just like keep bringing it back in here, like keep feeding and nourishing this, that it will spill over, and that actually is the is the the gift mm. to give. I mean, it's kind of cliche, but I've actually f- had the experiences where it's like, oh no, yes, that's it. Um, that's a big part of my journey. I feel like.
0: What is the oh yes, that's it.
1: Um. You know they say like, oh, you've never served from an empty cup. Like, just fill your own cup, and it will pour over, and it will mm, nourish others. Mm, and it's like mm. kind of a cliche, but it's really true. <laughs> and I'm, I am um. Feel like I'm finally getting that, uh. and I think it makes all the difference. Like. Otherwise, it's extractive. From you? Um, I used, when I was learning the practices and just giving it away, like learning to give it, learning to mm, give it, it's like, mm, it's extractive. Mm. It's like, I'm taking from this to to get something, to give it over there, to heal them. It's like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Versus I'm re- here receiving the teachings this wisdom i'm gonna let this in and work me like work me and there's like a feel that it's like it's it's a humility it's like being on your knees for for me Mm. um which is something i always have to work on like remembering that that's the place for Mm. me is in this um Just thank you. Place of um, gratitude and I'm here for it. Showing up willingness on my knees, like service. I kind of lost the thread there.
0: Um, that's fine with me. I'm now interested in... <laughs>
1: <laughs> the place of... I was talking about, like... <laughs> receiving it and taking it in like receiving the the wisdom of the teachings Uh like actually healing myself or allowing them to heal letting them in to heal me and then and then trusting trusting whatever comes out of that like this is why it's funny i think to like go to chinese medicine school because it's like well have you been receiving it for like how do you know you want to do that Mm. it's a big investment to make i actually Mm. thought about i mean i wrestled with that for a long time like because I was studying Chinese medicine, and, but I wasn't going to be licensed and all of these things, and um, I really wrestled with, do I want to go to Chinese medicine school, and, you know, accrue all that debt and go through, put myself through that, mm-hmm. even though it didn't, you know, school never really worked for me. Hmm. Um,
0: we have that in common. <laughs> <laughs> I am curious about. Where you were in that moment, you said you lost the thread because it seemed like you were
1: probably something was opening, yeah. So my mind was like fog, yeah.
0: (laughs) Something something was (laughs) opening, you were like tapping and touching in on something, and then you go, and then you're like, I lost the thread, and then you're like, I need to, and then you jumped away from that, (laughs) which is fine, yeah. Uh, but I am curious if you're willing and interested in looking at that humility thing and uh to see if there's anything in there.
1: Yeah. I'm interested.
0: Like uh what is the feeling that comes up when you think of that kind of you humble reception of learning for yourself in order to spill over to give or not? Or not spillover, just learning for yourself.
1: What comes up when I reflect on being on my knees, sincerely on my, like, mm. in that posture um, as, a, as a student? I mean, there's a fear, fear comes up. There's a fear that I'll be, um, this is interesting, like forced or coerced or have no choice and be, um, indebted to something. Um, it's gotten a little foggy. It's really, this is really challenging to stay with. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, there's this... It's not trusting. It's not trusting um, her. This... This force that might lead me into... A very small life, where nobody sees me, and I'm. It's quiet and it's not recognized, and um, it's not my preference. It's it's a fear of being, of giving and giving and giving, and then not getting what I want. that's that's what the extraction feels motivated by (laughs) this like part that's like scarce it's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get mine and it's a little it's punishing it's like okay get in there and do it you go learn that thing and then take it and go and put it over there and make it look pretty and Oh well, look, they like it. It's, it's not, not pretty.
0: <laughs> it's a fear of not getting yours, so
1: you just not trusting. It. If I not trusting that mm. if I just take care of this form and like let let the medicine in and take the mm. medicine and just keep working with the medicine and keep letting it work me and keep following what it's telling me. Like if it's telling me to just, you're, you're here to scrub these floors. Mm. And I'll tell you when it's time to not scrub the floors. And you might scrub the floors the rest of your life. Like that might be it. Mm. Like the, I don't know, like yeah. but the message, they don't come like that. The messages come like mm. scrub the floor. It's dirty.
0: it's It's like okay
1: this is the thing it's the (laughs) the not trusting that there will be anything beyond that it's a
0: fear of what's on the other side of receiving what uh, the healing or what you
1: need yeah like and it not that not being to my preference Uh, And, and an impatience there's an impatience in it and there's a um a demand and there's a domination in it like it, preference. It's, I want it this way. I want it to look like this. I want to mm. get this at the end of it. And um, and I would like to get paid a lot. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong job. <laughs> <Fuck>. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so Ugh. I feel like that's what that's mm. something. It's big.
0: So if you just learn to get, if you just receive to give, you have control over, uh, the outcome of the input that you're taking in.
1: Or something thinks it has control over
0: that. Yeah. Part of you does. Yeah. It's
1: not It's my mind saying, I'm, I, I don't really trust that it's going to come. that the thing. Mm. And it thinks it knows what my mind thinks it's, it knows the best outcome, which is make good money, have a, you know, have a cohesive, like, business plan and, you know, social media presence Mm -hmm. and whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, it thinks it knows. Hmm. And the truth is, I might, maybe I'm supposed to be like, yeah, not that thing. Maybe I'm just supposed to be a practitioner and like, I don't know, do oil changes or something. Like, like take like on, on people? Yeah <laughs> That's <laughs> not <the> amazing. <name. laughs> it's a new modality. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah
0: is there so is there uh, like that quiet life of a healer? is you want a more out in the world life of a healer?
1: there's a fear that i have that i will not be able to like survive on planet earth and i do believe i have a belief here that it's part of the spiritual like journey to learn how to survive in the world Mm. like this is a little bit mental it has not even totally like landed in my body that belief, but it's like I yeah. hold it's there, and I'm like, there's something in this that's true. But I'm also impatient for that. I'm I want it to look a certain way. Sometimes I look at it and I'm like, well, you have everything you need. Like I have everything I need. I don't have a guarantee for the future that I will always have everything I need, and I think that that's actually what it is. It's like I will, I want my mind wants that really wants to be like, Mm. you don't have, you'll never have anything to worry about. It's Mm. like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's the benchmark for being okay with what we have right now. Uh, Right. I, I also think there, there's a lot of, um, egoic, like identity in like, oh, being a healer. And I've even, I've kind of Sh- like walked away from that and been like, I'm. I don't even have a business card. I don't have a title. I don't. I don't call myself anything. Like mm. you could figure it out. <laughs> but like on the same, the funny thing is, like it's kind of pendulated over to the other side where sometimes I'm like, oh, well, that's part of my identity now. It's like I identify as this like rogue. Don't try to label me. Mm. Like magical, mm. you know, people who know who know know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. this is embarrassing is this whole is this whole <laughs> podcast like me just telling you all of my like the ugliest parts maybe you should rename it,
0: it rename what? a
1: little room for being ugly <laughs> <laughs> for showing your uh, it's ugly a little uh, no I gotta laugh at it I laugh at it it's okay
0: I think it's uh, incredible what you're looking at and uncovering uh, especially in this
1: setting. It's wild. Thank you. It's wild to think, like, how these things do pendulate, like... hmm
0: There's, like, no, it seems it's like... never-ending. It, it's just... I finally...
1: <laughs> I figured it out I over finally here.
0: detached from that uh, egoic identity just yeah. to go, now I'm the one who's <laughs> detached from that ego, egoic yes. identity. <laughs> Look at me.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, i've I've fallen victim to that <laughs> as I'm sure many 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 others have
1: yeah thank God we can commiserate uh-huh and come back into I mean I love I love humble humble is like one of my favorite experiences now humbleized being humbleized being humbled being humbled
0: Is there wood to do knock I, on around I, like, here? I'm like, knocking on cardboard. I'm like, I'm happy with the result, but the process of doesn't feel very good. <laughs> but,
1: I know, but the quicker we can get in alignment with it, it's like, true. okay, all right, yep, here it is. Whew.
0: It is, I do find that when I land in the result and I'm like,
1: oh, What's man, the look result? at what I was
0: doing. The humble, the humble, like being humble. And whatever when, you
1: land in... when I land
0: in the humility,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and land in the oh wow, yeah. look what I was doing, yeah, like that feels really good, mm-hmm. and it is expansive. The proce- and then then I can be like, oh, I really enjoyed that. Looking back, I'm thankful and happy for that process. In the process, it's it can be quite uncomfortable.
1: <sighs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I- yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially it was funny because we have this talk and I'm like, oh, that was such an interesting conversation we had before mm-hmm. going on the table. And then it's like, oh, man, <laughs> but I really appreciated that you reframed my sort of perception of, of reception and, and what I was here for. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, ego. Wow. I'm okay with it.
0: Yeah. I even even want to add that you came here and you were open to being in whatever came up in this time together, and you totally done that. And then you were like, "I want to work on receptivity," and you did that. Thanks. So,
1: Thank you.
0: I think it like I'm. I am grateful for your presence and what you came here and opened yourself up to and shared and talked about and looked at. like Incredible stuff on my end. Thank as you. As a witness.
1: And a, and a partner. Thanks. You're welcome. Are we done? We can be. Um, we could probably also keep going.
0: Yeah, it's about it's about time to close up. It feels like a nice ending unless there's feels something like else. Feels like a closure. Yeah. Unless yeah. there's something else that wants to. <laughs> Let me
1: see. There's anything else? In I feel very grateful. Hmm. I feel like thank you. Thank you for holding and um creating the container to have real connection and it feels very loving and generous Mm. and um, it's inspiring Mm. to me thank you Mm.
0: well thank you for that that feels good to hear appreciate that and you're welcome and happy to do it Thanks for coming on thanks for doing all the work you just did that's inspiring as well to me and i am excited and i want to let everyone know why if you tune in to the next episode after this Mm. we're turning the tables (laughs) and robin is going to hold space for me and do what she does and we're going to look into what's going on inside of me in that moment when we're together and I'm really looking forward to it and uh, I always like the way that she uh, is present with me and holds space for me and uh, i really looking forward to getting a little vulnerable myself on this podcast so uh, tune into that one and I invite all of you to make a little room for healing in your lives and we'll see you next time